Welcome to Bread Alive. We are called to be priests, prophets, and kings in our own homes and workplaces, offering the wheat of our daily lives and becoming bread for others through lives of grace. My name is Michael Halbrook, and this podcast explores our journeys together as we seek to understand and live the gospel in our lives. Hello. We're back. Okay. I have somebody different this week. Who's here? Thomas. Hey, Thomas. Thomas is my oldest son, for those who aren't aware. He is taking the seat usually occupied by his uh, brother, two steps below him, Joseph. Thomas is my oldest son. He goes to Father McGivney Catholic High School here. Uh, he's a freshman, but we won't hold it against him. Uh, he's he's pretty cool. He's into stuff there like plays and drama, like he always has been. He's also the head sacristan. You want to tell us about that a little bit? Um, so at McGivney, we have four head sacristans along with our four communities, and each community has one head sacristan, and I am one of them. The head sacristan for the St. John community? Yes. And you are in the Padre Pio house, St. Mm-hmm. Padre Pio house. Very cool. Very proud of our head sacristan that resides in our home. Okay, so Thomas, tell me about this week's gospel. I feel like this week's gospel is about Jesus kind of telling us a story to remind us that everyone is invited to be forgiven by him and not just the best and not just the least. Everyone is invited to be forgiven and to the banquet, right? Mm-hmm. So he uses this image. Jesus, when he's telling this parable, he uses the image of the banquet. What does that make you think of? It makes me think of the Eucharist and Jesus all inviting Jesus inviting us all to his table. That's like the uh, the immediate imagery that comes to mind now, and probably when the Gospel of Matthew was written in the early church, because they they already knew about that banquet. But this gospel also appears, or this passage uh, and story also appears in Luke's gospel. But there's a few little differences about it. But certainly, those um, that were hearing this in the early church would have recognized that imagery the banquet would have made sense. But he invited one set of guests first, right? The servants. He sent servants to his invited guests. But what does invited guests do that first time around? They refused to come. Yeah, they probably didn't even recognize what was happening. Who in this, if we go with the banquet being the Eucharist, who's the father? God the father. Yeah. And then who's the son in the parable? Jesus. There you go. So he's the fa- God the father is throwing the wedding banquet for Jesus the son. And we know that the uh, the bride of Christ is the church. The church. You have God the Father throwing the wedding banquet for His Son Jesus. The wedding banquet being the Eucharist invites a first set of guests, and they refuse. Sends out um, to invite even more guests. Right. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everybody gets invited. Right. Yep. What's the interesting thing that happens at the end of Matthew's version of this gospel? There's one person that comes that gets like thrown out, right? Mm-hmm. My friend, how is it that you came in here without a wedding garment? But he was reduced to silence and then he was thrown out. The wedding garment, a lot of people have said through the years is our baptism, our entrance into the church. Another way of looking at this parable could be that in the early church, in the writing of Matthew's gospel, they were wanting to encourage people to live the life of faith, to live the conversion that they had experienced when they came in. So many were um, invited, many came into the church, but few were chosen and actually lived the life of faith that was asked of them by virtue of their baptism. Well, I think also that like Jesus calls to a lot of people and not all those people will listen to him and heed his voice. 
some will even like turn away and like brush him away. Even some people that have been baptized, right? Mm -hmm. That end up leaving the practice of the faith, leaving, even if they still come to, this is a challenging thought, like perhaps even some Catholics that come to mass, leave mass and then don't do anything with it the rest of the week, right? Mm -hmm. So the other thing about you is that you took my old job at our church, right? Yes. What is that? Uh, the organist. The organist and uh, leading one of the ensembles and choirs. So the songs that you guys have picked for next weekend are Table of Plenty. That one kind of fits. Uh, These Alone Are Enough. Here at this table. That one fits. That one definitely fits. And For the Beauty of the Earth. That one kind of goes with um, this time of year. All the vineyard readings, this gospel, the plenty... Uh, praying for the harvest, I think. I feel like another one that would have fit are all we're welcome. Oh, that's a good one. In the shorter form of the gospel, it says, The servants went out into the streets and gathered all they found, bad and good alike, and the hall was filled with guests. So tell me more about that. I take it kind of like Pentecost. Like the apostles all went out and um, it was like five million or something. Lots. Lots, a lot of people were baptized that day. And I feel like that's, it might not be they were brought into a banquet hall to have a feast, but they were brought into the church to share in the heavenly feast. Yeah, totally. And um, that's, I think our challenge today is to find the people that need to be called into the church as well, into the heavenly banquet, because a lot of times we can pass those people on the streets without thinking about it, or they could be our coworkers and we don't think about mentioning faith, and we we don't have the right words. It can be friends at school, but we don't have the right way to invite them into the church and into God's banquet, right? Right, and it might not just be um, a non-Catholic. It could be a Catholic, too, like that's fallen away, and we just need to reignite that little flame. That's right. That's right. The psalm this weekend kind of reminds us where it says, I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. I think it reminds us that we are intended. God wants us to be with him forever in heaven. He wants us to be part of the heavenly banquet, which means he also wants us to begin the foretaste of that here on earth so that we are invited, so that we do learn to live the virtues, so that we you know, understand what that heavenly banquet is like, so that we can live in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. And that means inviting back, like you say, those that have maybe fallen away from the church too. Mm-hmm. The uh, communion antiphon. I love the antiphons, musician to musician. You know how much I love the antiphons. The uh, communion antiphon next week says, uh, it comes from Psalm 34. It says, the rich suffer want and go hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no blessing. I think in my own life, it can be really easy to get caught up in the things of the world, like what it's talking here about the rich, and end up being sad or depressed or disappointed, but those who seek the Lord lack no blessing. I think when I'm able to to keep, even in my own spiritual life, keep myself focused on the things of the Lord, of heaven, of the heavenly banquet that we're hearing about in the gospel, um, then I realize I really have everything that I need. And it's easy to stop looking out and thinking about the things that I wish that I had that are material. I think that even points to the Beatitudes too. Because it says that those who are hungry will be filled. Yeah. I think, and that's 
that is what Christ wants and what Christ is trying to get us to in the gospel and in the spiritual life is uh, to live the Beatitudes, to live the works of mercy, to live virtues, to live a virtuous life so that we are ready for the heavenly banquet. That is the wedding garment, I think, that the gospel speaks of today. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to close with a prayer for us this week? Sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, Lord Jesus, help all those who you have called and haven't listened to you or heard you yet. Help them to hear you and to heed your voice. Help them to be more aware of the needs around them and not just their own. In your name we pray, our Father who art in heaven, will be thy name. Thy kingdom kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. See you next week.